so in love with reaching women everywhere. And that's exactly what we're doing. Reaching Women Everywhere is here to encourage women in motherhood, marriage, and life in general, affirming their value through God's word and pointing people to Jesus Christ. So today we have with us, uh, we have Joy Imperial back. Hello. Hey, Joy's a, a wife, a mother, singer, speaker, entrepreneur. <laughs> I know what you're a woman of many, many hats. <laughs> well, welcome back, Joy. And uh, we, we also have Leah Leal with us today and a wife, oh, wh- wife, mother of many. How many kiddos do you have? Nine. Nine. Oh my goodness. That's awesome. And uh, she's a talented singer, a playwright, author. I, jo- you're going to have to tell us more about you, uh, Leah. Um, you and Joy are sisters, which I'm, I'm just so blessed to know both of you and to have you here today. So, so welcome. And why don't you, you um, tell us if you, you. want to start. And just tell us a little bit about yourself, Leah. Okay, sure. Well, first of all, this is so fun and exciting. Thank you so much for having us. I'm I'm so blessed to be doing this with you. Um, Okay, a little bit about myself. It's like, you know, you feel like I'm a mom. What else is there to say? (laughs) (laughs) I I have have nine kids. I, I love to do all things creative and yeah. really this last year of my life, that part of me has been like maybe coming to the surface more, um, but really. You I'm did a play, play, right? Yeah, I oh, did. That amazing. Was so I was, you know, when I, when Joy came on last time we were chatting, I remembered, you know, our kids were little. And um, you guys were always filling the house with singing. And I just, I'll never forget <laughs> that. And even though our lives have not been um, in each other's daily for, you know, it's been a long time. You've both have made impact in my mind that I, I draw on still to this day of the tone that you set in your home. And I know you said, you know, when we're a mom, it's like, that's the one that we seem to identify with the most, but it's also the, the one that calls on us the most, that pulls the most, right? I mean, yes. yeah. that that role but so and so you did this play was that just this past year uh yeah it was Christmas last year so um that's exciting and you're and you sing and I know you do a lot yeah I (laughs) the truth is I'm I'm an amateur at everything like I I just right now I'm just like okay God if you open a door I'll walk through it I'll give it a try we'll see how it goes you know but I'm not like an expert at any of it but I do love creativity so I sing really my heart is worship I I love to worship and sure I'll play piano but I'm not great I'll sing but I'm okay you know but really it's just how can how can I worship and um and the play that was totally something I've never done before God put it in my heart it was wild that he even like when the thought first came to me I was just like kind of shoving it away like that's insane you know and um I was laying in bed at night and it just kept coming to me I couldn't go to sleep and um I was trying to like push it off and the Holy Spirit was like Leah will you just give in and let me (laughs) dream with me and then the whole thing just came like a flood um from beginning to end that I like knew what the play was supposed to be in just one night of laying there (laughs) quietly yeah my imagination went to a place it never did before and um and when I finally wrote it down it it just took me like four days to write it down because I already had the whole thing in like one night boom yeah from the the holy spirit amazing that's awesome 
that it, it's no pat on my back. It was supernatural. No, but do you know when, and I know what you're talking about, because I'm a, I am a creative person. I get what you're saying, but you know, when you say humble, you're being humble and you're genuine. And I know that um, you're not claiming the expertise, you know, where there's plenty of people out here who, there who have the education and all these, um, uh, let's say man's credentials, right? But you have, you have the creator of the universe, his spirit, his Amen. spirit talking to you directly, filling you and guiding you. I don't think it gets much more expert than that, That's right? True. That's true. <laughs> excellent. Yes. I'm so, you know, if you want to call yourself an expert, I think you can do that. But I know what you're saying. What you're doing is what we want to do. That's why we're even on this podcast is because we want the Holy Spirit to work through us and to share. We want to share what, what he teaches us. I believe that as we're speaking today, the Holy Spirit is going to be speaking to somebody. I leave these conversations encouraged for my own life. That's why I, lo- I, honestly, <laughs> I love doing it even <laughs> because I, I feel edified. Uh, we're really blessed to have you have you here today. And, and Joy, I, for those people who have not heard our previous podcast, I would encourage you to go do so because it was a good one. It t- we talked about um, marriage relationship, how to respond to your husband biblically. I feel like it was awesome. I got good feedback on it. Um, so you, awesome. Yeah. But if you could introduce <laughs> yourself again, for those who haven't tuned in before, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I'm, my name's Joy Imperial. I have 11 children. I boast in the grace of God because Uh, The more children you have, the more you realize how you can't do it. And yet that's got by God's design. So we uh, can depend on him for everything and glory in our weakness. And I'm happy to be on with Leah, my sister, because we're two peas in a pod. We confess (laughs) our sins to each other. We we boast in the grace of God. We, We boast in our shortcomings because we know that God's just perfecting us into his image. So we're, 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 we're we're ready to go. I, that's awesome. That is, I, I I love that perspective. And it's true because somehow we have this, uh, this false idea that we're going to, we're going to arrive and that we're Mm going to attain perfection or, or, a maturity to a point where we're just not going to keep messing up or we're not right. going to keep needing that grace. And it, right. it, it doesn't happen that way ever. Right. You know? No, right. The, the more we walk no. with them, the more we realize we need it so much more. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. And, well, I've been looking forward to, Oh yeah. I've so been looking forward to talking to you all again. And we're going to talk about contentment and complaining and my week it's almost like I, I see this train coming, like knowing, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm going to be studying about this and really seeking the Lord. And I know I'm going to get tested. Like, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm really, I'm okay with it than I was in the past where I'm, and I, I know I'm going to get challenged. Maybe it's spiritual fort warfare. Maybe it's just more of an awareness, uh, you know, where you're, kind of like if you get a brand new car next thing you know you see all that same car on the road you know like you're right. just yeah. <laughs> you're more aware of things and so either way it, it's it was good um but i i have really feel like studying this and and seeking the lord that um how the holy spirit is so faithful to teach us anytime you go in god's word and you want to learn I, it's like he's so excited to teach you teach us things mm. and just amazing how he just unfolds truths as we seek him you know it's yes. and one thing that 
the Holy Spirit revealed to me was I was kind of putting contentment and complaining on this parallel, but it's, I don't feel like it is. I feel like complaining is really just a symptom of a deeper issue, which is, which is discontentment. It's really, I mean, Philippians uh, 2.14 says, do all things without grumbling or complaining. That's all. It doesn't leave anything out. It doesn't say accept. It doesn't say when someone else does this. It says, do all things without grumbling or complaining. Like Mm. it's a heart. And it's really, that's it. I would love to hear how you deal with that, whether it's with your kids, if they complain, or if you want to complain about something and you're, you know, to your husband, like, how do you deal with that? Go Leah. (laughs) 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 Okay. So, uh, All right. When you said it's a symptom of a deeper issue, I think that's spot on. I think um, when you have the Lord as your hope, when you are trusting in the Lord and you're looking at him as your source and you know that that source is endless, boundless, Mm -hmm. um, it kind of just takes the complaining out. It just it's like a non-issue. What you end up with is like hope and faith and you are expectant and you know you it turns it turns that into a positive instead of a negative if you're looking to man if you're looking to circumstances if your eyes are fixed on anything other than jesus then grumbling can come in um you know yes 18 says it's better to take refuge in the lord than to trust in man it's better Mm -hmm. to take refuge in the lord than to trust in princes and you know we can look to our husbands we can look to uh, the government we can look to whatever people you know but when our eyes are on jesus he he prods us to have faith in him Uh, when i hear the word contentment i'm drawn to a story can i tell you a story yeah yes 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 (laughs) okay so um I worked really hard for a lot of years to be content. You know, the scripture says like godliness with contentment is great gain. gain. Yeah. And um, so I, I kind of took that and that was my goal was to be content, be thankful, rejoice in Lord always. Um, But also things were really hard and there was a lot of lack and need. And so I kind of just was quiet and like tried to bear and grin it, you know, Mm-hmm. or grin and bear it, I should say. Um, and I had this experience where we were in a church service and there was a, a, someone there with a gift to, um, to prophesy. And he spoke over me and he said, uh, you are too content. And I was just like upset because I worked so hard <laughs> to be content. It didn't make any sense. But God, that's great gain, my contentment. And he said, like, be- dream with God, believe God. And there was a specific a vehicle, a second vehicle, that was like a no joke kind of a need, you know, um, where we were without a car all day long while my husband was working. And I was homeschooling all these kids. Um, My third oldest has special needs and it was really hard and I really needed help with him, but couldn't even look at other options because we didn't have a vehicle. Anyway, um, to make the the story short, God blessed us with not one but two, just after like a change of heart of me taking that word to heart and being like, okay, because even though I was silent in my contentment, there was a level of like disgruntlement 
you know, like mm-hmm. I kind of like all my hope was taken out. Like I, was, sure. I, like, sure. I was trying to be a good girl, but my eyes weren't fixed on the one who owns the cattle on a thousand hills, you know? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So very shortly after that, yeah, God blessed us with an amazing given gift, a gift, this like $20,000 vehicle with 15 seats given to oh, us by wow. a perfect stranger. Someone I've never met, even to this day, I've never met him. Oh, uh, that's wow. What a God story. <laughs> yes. Oh, and God. the craziest part of the story is it's identical to my sister's van, which she bought like within the same month that I was given this car. <laughs> so we have matching <laughs> vans. It's hilarious. <laughs> that's amazing. But, but see, I believe that the Lord knows your heart, you know, and that he must have been pleased. With your, you know, with your heart. Okay. Well, all right. If I were to Except get into the, the details, part, here, right? here is a little disgruntled part. Uh, when Joy got her van, which they went and bought. Right. Uh, we had been given the first van and it was an older van. It was, it was like a blessing. It ran great. It was clean, but it, you know, it was older and uh it was green it was like a it was like an army green you know we called it the turtle van like the ninja turtles um and then you know and then my sister who i love so much and respect so much and i'm just happy for her right she goes and she was able to buy one off the lot brand new beautiful gleaming white 15 passenger van and i in my heart i struggled and i was like god I guess we just don't get good things, uh, new things. That's what oh. I said to God. I guess we just don't get new things. I guess that's just us. And you know what? That was a level of complaining. It, it's just like a lack of faith, you know? And like, uh, God is so good. You think about doubting Thomas. Like, he doesn't take our nose and push it in our filth. He's so kind. He's so he kind to show me. And he's patient. Yes. With that us. like I know. that when this van arrived, the the newer van that matches Joy's, like as it pulled into the parking lot that we were waiting in, I'm obviously I'm not giving you all the details just to save time on it, but it was like hilarious that it was the same van as Joy. Isn't it isn't it almost like oh man? And then you get that feeling, that wave of, oh man, Lord, I'm just like you're humbled because you realize he so knew kind. all He's along. so kind. Yes. And he knew what he was going to do all along. Like it was just that waiting on our part, that patience, that, de- but that it de- it's developing godly character in, in uh, you, you know, in us. It's just hard to see it at that moment. Oh, teaching me his mercy, his goodness his nature it's totally awesome. building yeah. my faith building and and it's a testimony everywhere go it's such a huge van you know everyone's like what are you doing with that thing did uh, you it, tell them like, who your boss is yeah, exactly <laughs> every time like the, this is the lord's doing let me tell you all about this van it's cool well, well that's a it, yeah it's a testimony it's an opportunity for you to share christ everywhere you go as i was meeting you all and you probably don't even remember this day, but we had brought all the kids to a park to play. And I guess we were meeting for prayer and I wanted to move. And I had told Joy that I wanted to move. And, um, but in my heart, the Lord's like, you need to be content living here. And I had not been, and I'd been in that house for seven years. And I finally said, okay, Lord, if this is where you want me to live for the rest of my life. And I went, we took a little money and landscaped and I like, I owned it. 
for the first time I owned it that, okay, I'm all right. If I live here for the rest of my life, I think it was the following week after I did that, I met, actually, I remember this. It was a Thursday and I went and we met at the park and joy took my hand and said, didn't you want to believe and pray for a house? And I, at that moment felt permission, almost like a permission to pray because I never felt like this. Like I didn't, I never had peace in my heart to pray for the house before that, that story of contentment um, first, the Lord really waits for that. And then it's like the door then opens. Yeah. Yeah. And it's at like with your, with the van and I I've seen and hearing that story reminded me of that. Um, and I was going over notes and, and reading, I was reminded of that and how perfect that it was with you <laughs> at wow. the same time. And I thought, isn't it God just awesome how he takes all this and weaves it together? You know, um, nothing is, is, a uh, by accident. It's all like this beautiful tapestry of all these things yeah. woven, woven together. But even if your kids were complaining, how do you all deal with that? Like if your kids start belly aching about something. Joy. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, yes, we could tell us, we could tell them uh, the scripture, do everything. The Bible says, do everything without complaining. Mm-hmm. But you know, we know us moms know that we cannot always control our kids. <laughs> Right. But I, we are called the best way that we can teach our kids is by example and to not complain. And like uh, you said, Dawn, you hit the nail on the head. It's that's only a fruit. Complaining is only a fruit. And uh, what came to me was the let the meditation, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. Mm. And just that daily moment by moment minute by minute what are you chewing on what are you meditating on and when all else fails a a goodie is the lord is my shepherd which means he's led you to this point this far he's led you in the valley of death he's led you in the shadow of death he's led you in the presence of enemies Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. And those words, I've chewed on them a hundred (laughs) times until I believed it. I shall not want. That's right. And then I just do that daily deliverance and take all those wants and all those rights and all those victim feelings and Mm. all that unsatisfaction and just trade it in for him. Amen. Amen. And get delivered from my complaining heart daily. I and love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's that focus on him. Yes. Because yes. What, why are we discontent? We're focusing on somebody else, what they have, or what, right? What Leo said, yes. or, or uh, what we don't have, or what's yes. wrong with us, or or kids, yes. or a husband, or a marriage. Or mm-hmm. I was looking at Philippians 2, was it 3 through 4? And four, it says, do nothing from selfish or empty conceit through mm-hmm. factional motives or strife. Um, you're neither, I have the amplified, but with an attitude of humility, being neither arrogant or self-righteous, but regard others more important than yourselves. It says, do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but for the interests of others. So if we are so concerned with somebody else, we're not going to be thinking about, well, how do they make me feel? You know, right. we're we're going to be caring about, well, what can, how can I serve them? 
Right. And, and right. Jesus came. He gave us the ultimate example. He died. He gave it. A, he gave it all. He's our role right. model. Right? right. He came and gave his life as a ransom for many. So, right. you know, what, what do I like to so the question? Do we consider others more important? And I know with a house full of kids, um, you know, that's something that children I'm sure struggle with, you know, that's my, that's not fair as you know, or how come this happened? And, but I think what you said, Joy is, is awesome. It's they're looking to us. So we're now a reflection of Christ to them, our husband. Yes. Right. And so we're giving them the example. This is how you handle things. Yeah. Yes. And everything that you and Leah have been saying is, I, um, what we're really saying is it's not the absence of complaining or you, like Jesus didn't come to give us rules. Don't complain, be happy, <clears throat> this, that. It's like, it, that is what makes for a hard Christian life is to yeah. just do the rules. Right. And yeah. then, you know, this given amount of time, we're going to, it's, we're going to have explode or whatever. <laughs> but um, he says, don't complain. Um, it, uh, do everything without complaining. But then he, because he is our portion, Leah, <laughs> Leah uh, was just telling me about this, about he is our portion, but, and I want you to tell me, Leah, what God just told you about that, but just, it's like, we, we must replace, he, it's not a list of not tos, but it's, it's when we are full with him, then he gives us the power to supernaturally not complain because Amen. he gives us the joy that can only come from him when we're feasting on him but Leah could you share that about he is our portion yeah for sure um I was reading through Psalm 19 and that uh that very phrase the Lord is my portion I was like okay I I love that like I've sung Mm -hmm. that I've read it what does it really mean let let me look it up and and when I looked up the word portion um you know it it referenced it as like a plot of land and ownership and I was just like sinking my teeth into that. And, um, you know, it is, it's kind of like if you, if you were to be living your Christian life, let's say you're a believer, but you're looking at your circumstances as your plot or your mm-hmm. portion, like where, you know, in, in that moment, it was like, well, I just can't have new things or I just, mm-hmm. this is the situation I'm in. I'm stuck here. This is what I've got to deal with. And I feel like a lack of faith is almost as bad as complaining. Like you can complain, you can whine, you can grumble, or you could just be like defeated and not even have it in you to complain. Like either one, it's still sin, right? Because the Bible says like anything without faith is sin. Wow. (laughs) The only thing that matters is faith expressing itself through love. Like these are, okay, so if you're walking as a believer with the understanding of what you have as your portion, you have God himself. Yes. Like a land stretched out without limit in front of you to work with. This is what you have in your hands. This is your inheritance. This is your field to sow and reap. And like it, so really it's like, God, give us eyes to see. I think of Ephesians 1.18. You know, it says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened, that you would know mm-hmm. the, hope the hope to which he's called you, yes. the riches of his glorious inheritance 
in the saints it's like if we know what we have you won't complain you'll just ask with faith and thanksgiving like we're called to um and so i i feel like there's mercy god's rich mercy and and so instead of like joy saying instead of just being like oh don't complain we're not supposed to complain remember it's like lord give me revelation about what it means to be a child of god what it means to have an inheritance in the kingdom it, the power towards us who believe is like the power that raised Christ from the dead and set him above every name that's ever been named. Like we don't have a clue. Right. <laughs> uh, Isn't that amazing? I mean, it's so amazing. That's, but it's yeah. like, are they, are we focusing on that? Just keep our, our attention 100% on, on Jesus Christ, what, who he is. Like you're, I love that. His, our portion. What, how can you be discontent? And Dawn, you know, uh, last, last week you, I think you said this on the call, uh, like women, or maybe you said it personally to me, how women, we love to talk. We are anointed to talk. That's why women love to (laughs) complain. Come on, Joy. And instead of complaining, like Romans 10 and 6 says, but the righteousness of faith speaks. And I feel like, I feel wow. like a ploy of the enemy is to shut our mouths. Yes. To be quiet. Oh. And that's, and then hope quietly is snuffed out. But we are anointed to speak. So it's not the absence of speak, <laughs> of speaking. <laughs> it yeah. is. He's, we, he's asking us the, the righteousness of faith speaks mm. in this way that if you believe in your heart, so what do you believe in your heart? Do you believe that you're, you're doomed because of your finances? Or do you believe that anxiety is your portion? What do you believe in your heart? Because what you believe in your heart, you will speak, which goes back to the root of who do you trust? Where is your trust in? What is your trust in? That's awesome. So, and, and he and, gives us his word. Like all we have to do is look in what his promises are, what he yes, says. Yes. And to start, it, it was, I, it was God's word is what began to deliver me when I would um, have complaining and doubt and anxiety in my heart. I had to ask him, well, God, what's your perspective? What is your, the mind of the spirit? Because Romans 8 talks about the mind set on natural things, carnal yes. things is death. Yes. Um, but the mind of the spirit is the way God sees it. It's God's word on it. So I had to ask him, what's your word about my children? What's your word about my finances? Um, And then you speak it. You believe in your heart. You confess with your mouth and you shall be delivered in whatever circumstance that you're going through. Amen. And it is so crucial to listen to the right voice, the phones, the internet, the it has changed so much. It is so easy to look up something for an answer instead right. of being quiet and letting the Holy Spirit speak to you and finding it in God's word and letting the Lord show you. You can find your Bible on there too, right? So go into the to God's word is what I want to encourage people to do and yeah. because that's where the answers are. And he will be faithful to, to answer. Like you said, you're looking, you're asking him specifically show me something about my husband, showing me something about my, my children. I mean, I have even seen him recently uh, with my husband. He was upset about something, but 
instead of me getting defensive or offended or the Lord showed me, this is why he's upset instead. And then knowing just like, this is why there's complaining, right? There's a root cause. There's a root cause. And if we care about the other person, we care about what that root cause is. And maybe it's because they were hurt or they are scared or so, and especially as a, a spouse, we're one with them. We need to come along and encourage or um, pray with them. I, however, the Holy Spirit leads you. But if we take offense just because somebody's words are a certain way, you know, and we all say the wrong thing sometimes, but we want to listen to you, the Holy Spirit and have him reveal things to us on a deeper level that you're not going to get unless you're looking to to Jesus Christ and you're looking to the Lord for answers. So I, I love, I love how you put that, put that joy about, you know, ask him specifically, you know, show me what, how I need to look at my, my kids or my husband. Um, yeah. Yeah. As I was preparing for this, I was, I spent la- most of last week in um, Matthew chapter five with the sermon on the Mount. It's just awesome how Jesus just gives these directives he tells you this is what it means to be blessed and then this is how you're going to get there <laughs> and yeah. it was you know it started with salvation and 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 eternal life and he and he's going all the way through and and contentment was in there the word content um he says blessed and then it says content sheltered by god's promises are the merciful for they will receive mercy and that's what leah you were talking about mercy yes the, and it was so simple it says the merciful get mercy it's really, oh <laughs> but, yes, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's and, like some and, of the other ones are like, you know, like the, the meek will inherit the land. And that you said that about the land. And I have been seeking the Lord, like, what mm. did you mean by that? But that's what he's saying. The, the mm. you know, the, the gentle, the meek. So, but it's a spirit, what you're saying, Joy. It's, um, I know you were and, saying the quiet, but it's a spirit, yeah. quiet spirit that's not wrought up and anxious. It's not quiet and keep your mouth shut. Oh, yeah. it, it's activated. It's um, it's engaged in the thoughts of God. Um, but mm-hmm. about Matthew five, perspective is key. Perspective mm-hmm. about our personal life, about the personal details of your life, the perspective about sex with your husband. Because I just spoke about this with with someone like right before I got on the call. Instead of complaining about how things are going with your husband or how difficulties, whatever, Lord, I thank you for, I thank you that there is passion in our marriage bed. I thank you that I'm anointed to make love to my husband. I thank you for the desire. I thank you for you. He is very, very practical. If you're dealing with self-hatred, like, or feeling overweight, like, Lord, I repent for self-hatred. I thank you. I love myself. I thank you. I'm shedding this weight. I thank you that you're giving me um, the grace, the wisdom. I, I love myself. But like this is a part of, it's not because it, this is part of fighting the temptation to complain. It's what you're feasting on. Um, but just, wow. what I want to mention Matthew 5, mm-hmm. again, about perspective. Every one of these blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst. These are all weak places. Yeah. And it's 
it it's it's the perfect spot it's the sweet spot in god when we are weak and yes. hungry and thirsty and poor oh, wow and it's like wait a and that is the perspective of the feasting uh, is whoa i am i am i'm in a blessed position because in my weakness your your grace is sufficient yes. and you will get the most glory by me realizing that I have a treasure in an earthen broken vessel and it's yes. not about me it's about him yes oh that's how she introduces herself with this humility going he, that he gets the glory because yes <laughs> right yes. And- natural thinking everybody thinks about it and that's when I said I had God show me to get violent with thoughts that accuse me and accuse the people at, around me because you know we're equal opportunists <laughs> um, uh, um, because they actually lead to death and they are the enemy of God and wow. so it's we he's calling us to be vigilant with every thought, take it captive and put it to obedience in obedience to Jesus. Yes. That, that is awesome. I, I'm just blown away by this truth. It's, it's amazing how he brought me to that, the Sermon on the Mount. Cause I just, I just still want to stay there. It's so yes. rich. Each one of those are just, just so rich. And you know, of course I'm looking at the one about contentment and then he's talking about mercy. And then um, as you, you went on, what is it? I ended up in Hebrews when he was talking about peace. And then he goes on saying, God's the God of peace that equips us with every good thing to carry out his will and to strengthen us, making us complete and perfect, accomplish, accomplishing in us um, what's pleasing in his sight through Christ Jesus, right? For he, cause he gets the glory and because right. we can't do it on our own, you know, right. he's saying, I'm going to, I'm going to give you peace and, and, uh, and, and Dawn, what kind of peace would you have if you knew he's completing you? He's making you perfect. He makes you lay down in green pastures. Amen. He, but we make this walk. I have to. I have to. I have right? to. And we're anxious. But like you said, mm-hmm. peace because he is completing the work. Wow. In the Amplified, it says, blessed, spiritually calm with life joy in God's favor. I'm like, I love that life joy. And it says the makers and maintainers of peace for they will express his character and be called the sons of God. And I thought to actually have the, I don't want to say ability because it's nothing, like you said, it's not on me, but to have his character shown through this vessel here on this, or, you know, to, to be shown through me is so humbling, but, but it's, it's a, it's a, it's something that's offered to us. And so it brings back to that contentment where like, what, what could I possibly be discontent about if this is my hope and that I'm going to have God's character in me flowing through me and his peace and life joy. Like what could you, what could I be focusing on in my life that I'm discontent about? There are people going through awful tragedies, people who have lost children, um, illness, terminal illnesses. I mean, horrible things. And I'm sure between the three of us, we've experienced a lot of tragedy and different things in our own lives. Uh, to share one, my brother committed suicide. It was tough. It was a long time ago. But in that pursuit of uh, answers and, and um, 
I, I found Jesus in, in a deeper way, wow. in, in wow. a much deeper way than I knew him. And so God just walks with us through all of this. We're not left alone. We're not uh, going to be impervious to life here on earth, but right. what, what he gives us um, is himself. I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah. There, there's nothing lacking in that. No. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And I, I like to say nothing is what it seems. Like the Bible says, don't look at the temporary, look at the eternal. And then, I mean, with 11 children and all the different personalities in my house, if I want to look for cracks and brokenness and dysfunction, oh, it can, it can be depressing. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh. And so that's why I refuse to focus on the natural be I'd rather see God's goodness that he's working in my children's life like the Bible says he's Romans 8 20 says that all creation was subjected to being weak to being messed up to to having frailty um in hope in hope. He subjected it to frailty in hope. So why would I be anxious about my kids' frailty and my own messed up things? Because he sees it in hope because he's delivering every cell of my children, of me, of my husband, of this whole world. He's delivering us from corruption and like sending us into the, the, the kingdom of his son. So that is the, that is the focus is his, his focus. So I mean, you, between your kids, like see, Leah, you've got 11 kids. Like how do your, do your I children? Have nine. Nine. Has 11. Nine. I have nine. Joy has 11. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're so close. But I only have seven. I feel like I don't have a lot of kids compared to you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but what I was, I was saying was, do you find yourself bringing your kids alongside, like when you're struggling with something to teach them or is it just, um, Oh yeah. It like, can help, but happen. Cause they, I'm, I'm a pretty emotive. I, I let people know how I'm feeling. So they know <laughs> there's no hiding. I love uh, finish your question. No, I'm sorry. no, it's, it's a good, something. no, it's a good illustration. I guess. Cause I, I love your hearts and, and you just bring the Lord right into every moment, you know, and I just, I've seen it from the, the days I knew you guys when our, our kids were younger, but I'm just wondering, like, you know, here, this, this con- discontentment, contentment kind of idea we're talking about. It's something that we, like you're saying, Joy, we deal with it every day that we die to our flesh. And here you've got kids of, of all ages. Like, how do you, like, do you find practical applications? Like, to showing them like, okay, mom's not thrilled about this or, or maybe repenting. Cause man, I had a bad attitude or like, how do you, how do you bring your kids into the mix in that? Uh, I I'm definitely, I find myself repenting to my kids regularly. Um, I'm just that way to be just, I'm a pretty transparent person in general. And yeah, they see me good, bad and ugly. And I have to say like a lot, a large portion of, what I, I know from the scripture on this, on this topic, I am so grateful that I have joy as my sister and my best friend. And so <laughs> the way she's talking to you right now, like I've had, I have joy in my ear. I have joy in my head, you know, and I love I it. the Holy spirit in my head, the words. And, um, so, yeah, it's been such, I feel so like a advantage, like an unfair advantage to have 
such an example before me and it's it's like a way of life of just living really but I all would, our and- hope all our hope hangs on the lord it's yes. not hanging on me being good or doing it right <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, that's right. not going to happen so um and i can't it's easy when you know the love of god when you know this like all of heaven is cheering you on kind of idea to repent is easy. And it's not like you have to work your way back into right standing. You know, it's the blood and the blood alone that makes you righteous. And so it's a quick, easy Lord. I repent. And I thank you that I'm righteous and I'm not going to complain. I want to please you. I want to stay in that sweet spot of worship Yes. You know, I sing constantly in my house. I that's just how it is. And so I'm going to be singing to the Lord and if I if I have a moment of um grumpiness and snappiness, it's like I'm it's interrupting my worship. <laughs> so that's, there's oh, going to be repentance cuz I got to get back to singing. You know what I'm saying? So that yeah. is beautiful. Joy has inspired me to do that. Now, I can't sing, but nobody other than... than well, neither uh, can I. And look, you say I'm a singer. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You oh, you always... I always picture you singing in your house. Like you That enjoy. must be the Lord. I do sing, but I you don't guys. sing well on purpose. God didn't give me that gift for a reason. So I can be a champion for all of us who don't sing well. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love But it does. You... There, when you're singing and you're worshiping, you have to stop complaining. You can't yeah, do them both right. at the same time. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, so it is, it really is a mood shift. And it's, and it is a difference between just putting worship music on. That's good. That's nice. I encourage everyone yeah. to do it. Yeah. But your brain can still be going in the wrong direction. Like thinking about what's bothering you, you know, but when you engage in that praise. Yes. You're putting garments of praise for the spirit of heaviness on. And singing is like a key to not complaining, actually. Like it's not by chance we're stumbling on this part. This is huge. Do not murmur and complain. One must sing. I think. Yes. (laughs) You you have to tap in to praise. And thanksgiving yes. and rejoicing. Amen. And it's like, this is your daily act of worship. Yes. You would not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And you wash yourself with what you believe about who God is. And you give him thanks. And Amen. you rise above that circumstance. You become the one who waits upon the Lord. And your strength is renewed. Yeah. And it is your it is your lifeline. It yes. is your lifeline a hundred percent. To feel condemned either where like oh, I haven't been doing it right all this time. You know, God does correct those whom he loves. And so it's this uh, this feeling when you know you're being corrected, be okay with it and then go forward. Don't like oh. beat yourself up. And- oh, he's always the lifter of our head. I, I, I think I mentioned that last phone call. Like I would live in that, in that accuser condemnation. Like, and I would, you as moms and wives, we want keys of success. So anything I would hear, I would hear it through the lens of, I should be doing that. I should have been doing that. I should be better. And yes. it, and um, that's not how God speaks. He's the 
he cheers us on. Uh, he lay aside the weight that so easily besets you and run your race for the joy set before you. And he, he lifts our spirits and lifts, lifts our heads. I, I love that you said that, Dawn. Absolutely. Oh, no, it's, it's a, that's what, this is why we're on here. I want to take these deep spiritual revelations, these truths and put feet on it because so yeah. people can say, okay, I want to do this, but how, because I still feel grumpy. I still feel, I'm still dealing with this. This doesn't seem right. right. I have right. this idea and uh, it doesn't match up. Like my life doesn't match yeah. up with what I think it should be. And look to Jesus, like how, yeah. okay, we'll start praising. Just start worshiping him let him the yeah. presence of his uh, the praises he dwells in the yeah. you know in the praise of his people and so let that presence of him just come on you and take time and just be still and and get in his word it's it's really very uh simple and practical somehow you know the enemy wants to discourage us from realizing um how simple it is he tries to convince us that we have to earn it, that we have yeah. to do something, that, yeah. it's, that it's not just receiving what Jesus Christ has already done for us. Yeah. And it's really that simple is what. Yes. And, yes. Uh, and there is a power in obeying the word mm -hmm. uh, by faith, because I can imagine people listening to this and saying, thinking, oh, I wish I wish I was that joyful. I wish I could, um, I could sing in my house. I wish my life wasn't so hard. And I mean, I can remember a season and seasons, a string of seasons and years. And maybe it was just this morning. Okay. <laughs> of, of like of every day waking up and just feeling a, a funk. I like to call it a funk feeling your heart down to the floor and you can hardly say the name Jesus, Never mind, shout to the Lord. And in that yeah. moment there, like, it was like a six month period that every day was very, it seemed very hopeless. And every morning I'd wake up, I'd put on this song by Tasha Cobbs that get ready. God's about to blow your mind. Get ready. God's about to move. Um, and even though I could think of nothing to be thankful for. I mean, yeah, I could think, right. I could think of nothing. I don't even want to say, pray or say, Jesus, never mind, shout and praise. But by faith, out of obedience, the Bible yeah. says, shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. triumph. Oh, yeah. Um, and I would blast that music and start jumping and shouting and singing. If I had nothing else to say, but hallelujah. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. And thank you. You're getting ready to blow my mind. You, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard what God has in store. And mm -hmm. I just would shout that every day. And at the end of that season, when there was nothing going on in our lives, out of the blue, God told us, get, get ready to sell your house. Uh, which it fell through, but still we sold everything. We had a lot of the things we had and God sent us to across America. He sent us to Italy. He provided every need we had and mm -hmm. that we were just like twiddling our thumbs. Like, God, did you even call us? What can we do for you? You know, in one sense, twiddling our thumbs, but in right. the other <laughs> sense, I was shouting and praising and trusting mm -hmm. God and he delivered me and he continues to Amen. deliver me. <laughs> so I'm saying by faith, 
obey the word of God. It's not fake to obey God and open up your mouth and let him fill it. Oh, that is so good. Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. He who has no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Uh, Listen to me and eat what is good and delight yourself in the richest affair. Incline your ear and come to me here that your soul may live. And I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast sure love for David. Behold, I made him a witness to the people, a leader and commander for the peoples. Behold, you shall call a nation that you do not know and a nation that did not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Uh, to where it says, for uh, as the higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think I keep getting this picture in my mind of like, God's ways are higher, right? We say that the highways of God, but I see it like an actual highway above like the traffic and the noise of the regular streets. And you get into praise and thanksgiving and you go ahead and and you make your mind up to taste and eat and feed the land of God, feast on his faithfulness. It says, um, then you actually get to like jump a level like you level jump from the natural to the supernatural to that high place above the circumstance and and then the reality becomes not the reality of uh the dollar in the bank or the pressing problem with your teenage child or whatever it's like you tap into the resource and the reality of heaven and the vision of heaven and man at that place he who sits in heaven laughs (laughs) <laughs> it's wow. like there is no it, there's no worry there and we're right. seated in heavenly places with him so we can laugh when we get when we get that understanding and that revelation and and get to feast from that place that is so good i'm so Amen. glad you shared that and you know i've got mine open to isaiah 55 and if i could even share he the lord says and so will my word be which goes out of my mouth it will not return to me void useless without result with it without accomplishing what i desire without succeeding in the matter for which i sent it for you will go out with joy and be led forth by the lord himself with peace hallelujah Amen. <laughs> thank uh, you lord that is so so read uh, so that's it you know i'm just so in love with god's word i just can't ever get enough. And what you're saying, just speak your, his word over your situation and, and realize, you know, he's, he's sending it to us to, he's, it's not going to return to him void. So wow. that's, uh, that's powerful. I'm so glad you brought Isaiah 55 up. That is a good one. I encourage anybody to go read that chapter. <laughs> that is awesome. It this is has been, so good. this has been such a blessing having you both on and talking about this. I, I know we could talk about the Lord for hours. Um, I, mm-hmm. I want to have it <laughs> and we will again, but it is, it's been awesome to hear your testimonies and, and to share what the Holy spirit has put on your hearts. Joy, would you close us in prayer? Yeah. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for your truth, for your word. We bind it around our hearts. And uh, we, I thank you that you're empowering the women, the women that you're, that are listening by your spirit 
you're empowering them to thrive, to reign in life as they surrender to you, as they trust you, God. I thank you that you are giving the gift of faith. It, you are the giver of faith. And I just thank you for each woman listening that you are just, faith is exploding in their hearts faith to trust you, faith to believe you, faith to sing and dance in their home that you've given them, God. I thank you for a spirit of thanksgiving. We repent for complaining. We repent for living in the natural. We repent for judging our husbands, ourselves, the people around us, God. Lord, I thank you that you're purifying your bride in Jesus' name. We say yes, Lord Jesus. We Say yes, Lord Jesus. Ha, ha, ha. I thank you for joy over the women, over us women. We ask you, we thank you for joy unspeakable and full of glory. The grace, the oil, the, the, the um, ability to, uh, to be who you've called us to be. In Jesus' name, we receive it. I bless these ladies. Thank you for testimonies of joy and peace and grace and breakthrough in our husbands, in our families, in our lives. I thank you that you open their the ears of their spirit to hear the word of the Lord you're telling them to proclaim in Jesus' name. I thank you for women's mouths opened, speaking the word of the Lord that they're anointed to speak in their home. I thank you for the authority you've given them in their home to speak the word of the Lord and to stand still and see the salvation of our God. And I can tell you from experience that God's word in your mouth can accomplish way more than a million words that you could speak in the natural. And Lord, I just thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Glory to God. Glory. Thank you so much, Joy. Leah, thank you for being on here. I'm honored thank you for having that you us. both came on thank here. Thank you so much. We will do this again soon. You all be blessed, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye, bye John. Thank you. Bye, bye Leah. Bye. <laughs> thank you for joining us on Reaching Women Everywhere, and check back each week for a new podcast. I want to start out reading Philippians 4.19. And my God will supply liberally your every need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. God meets every need, leaving nothing out. A need is something that's required. It's vital. And he knows these things. It reminds me of a story where Jesus was visiting his friends, Mary and Martha. I'm telling you that during the holidays, especially this story hits home and is I'm reminded of it often I would say daily easily so he's talking with Mary while Martha is busy doing many many things like food had to be prepared the table had to be set and only the best food right get out the good dishes I mean Jesus is here right the decor had to be on point and I'm sure Martha wanted to look good herself right put her get her hair fixed times have changed but really things haven't so these things needed to happen but there sat Mary 
visiting and relaxing with Jesus. And Martha probably sounds like most of us, especially around the holidays. I know it, I find myself identifying with it, with Martha m- more than Mary, if I'm not careful. You know, we have good intentions, but, but what do we look like? Jesus said only one thing is needful. And in this scenario, who's trusting? Jesus, who's trusting Jesus to meet their needs? And who's relying on themselves? It's, it's really convicting. But the point here is spending time in his presence needs to be our priority. And the rest will follow, whether it's during the holidays or on any day of the week. When we put Jesus Christ first, we are living out that verse in Matthew. It says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. And it's not that we're seeking things. We're seeking him. And he blesses our paths. He directs our steps. He gives us clarity of our mind. He gives us the desires of our heart to show us which way to go. This is so contrary to our natural way of thinking and the way we normally do things. And our busyness can and will distract us from what's most important if we're not careful. You know, even good things can pull us away. And starting the day at the feet of Jesus to hear what he has to say will really get you off on the right foot. It'll give you something to draw on throughout the day. And you're focusing on, what did he say in the word earlier when I read that? Or, Lord, just help me with this. Even today, myself, I got sidetracked. And, I, and I'm looking at a situation that actually just happened before I started recording. And I'm thinking, how did I get off track there? But praise God, he is our, our deliverer, our protector, our, our guide, our counselor in every area of life. So I would encourage you during this holiday season, start your day at the feet of Jesus. And if you're having a hard time during the holidays, you need to be in his presence Just start with him. Lord, be with me through this day. Be with me through each moment. He will bless your efforts and your time, and you'll accomplish even more than you you thought, better than you could have imagined. And when it's difficult and you're struggling, he's going to give you the strength to move forward. Let's just pray. Lord, walk with us. Bless our comings and goings. We thank you that you meet all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Whatever those needs are, emotional, spiritual, physical, nothing is too hard for you. You know what's going on in each one of our lives, and we just thank you. Thank you most of all for Jesus Christ. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Be blessed, my friend, and keep seeking Jesus.